Well, welcome to the Coffeehouse Questions podcast. This is Ryan Pauly. I want to thank you all that are listening right now. Uh, we are also trying out for the very first time to broadcast this recording live on Facebook Live. So if you want to watch the recording of this podcast live, you can like the Coffeehouse Questions page on Facebook, follow the live recording, and the advantage of that is that you can comment on the live recording while the podcast is being recorded, and at the end, I'm going to be doing a question and answer. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, after I get done talking about our topic today, I will be taking a few questions um, if anyone submits any on the Facebook Live uh, stream. So that's something new I'm trying. I'd be happy to hear your comments, your feedback on how that all works. Today, what I want to discuss is how to respond to Mormons when they show up at your door. What is something that we can say? How can we respond um, to give them something to think about? Because I talked about this on my blog on, on Monday. But I believe that the job as Christians is that we are called to spread the gospel with people, um, to go into all the nations preaching the gospel, and to be ready to make a defense for the things that we believe. And I think it's fascinating that Mormons will, and Jehovah's Witnesses, they will come to your door. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to be a missionary in another country uh, to be able to share the gospel. You don't have to go street evangelism, although that's awesome when people do that. But there are people that are coming to your door that want to talk to you. And so I think that that's an incredible thing, an incredible incredible opportunity. And so my goal here is to just give you a few thoughts so that the next time they knock at your door, rather than turning them away, you can uh, give them something to think about. They can give you something to think about. And hopefully you can start to build that relationship. Um, I believe very strongly that apologetics is best done and evangelism is best done in the context of relationships. Now, there are examples of people out on the streets uh, doing street preaching, people come to Christ, you know, passing out tracts. That is incredible. But I think that there is something to be said about building a relationship with people, having that trust between the two of you, and being able to share in that way. And so here's a few thoughts that I just want to give you guys um, to think about the next time a Mormon comes to your door. First of all, when they come to your door, um, they will normally, you know, have something they, they want to share with you. You know, can we share about this New Testament uh, of Jesus Christ, the Book of Mormon? I think that you should let them in your house and say, yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Listen to them. Um, it's, imagine going up to someone on the street and, and expecting that they just take what you have to say for granted right from the very beginning. Um, it's kind of hard to take critique. It's hard to give your opinion, and it's easy to just shut the person down. And so what I have found is that I will allow the Mormon to come into my house. Um, I will sit down with them. I'll let them go through their whole talk. They will then ask, okay, do you have any questions? And then you can bring up a couple questions. Again, not trying to um, just shut them down and say, you're wrong, you're false, I can't believe you think these things, but just to give them something to think about. And that is my goal with you right now. And and let me say this, there are lots of different topics that we can discuss with Mormons. There are lots of different um, issues that they may bring up that you may want to talk about. But when it comes down to it, we need to kind of pick what do we see as the most important? And I think that when you think about it, the most important thing is when it comes down to the doctrine of God. Who is God? Who is Jesus? And how does that work? 
And when we can think about that, yes, we can get into some different things, but the doctrine of God is huge. So let me give you a couple of things um, to think about. For one, if you don't know, the, the, the Mormon church, uh, the doctrine of God, they believe uh, that God was once a man that was born, came down to this earth, lived a human life, and then was exalted to godhood. Now, I want to read you a short part. If you want to look this up, um, it is on the LDS.org website, on their official website, uh, under their manuals, and it's called Teachings of Presidents of the Church, and this is from Lorenzo Snow, who was the fifth president of the Mormon Church. The article is titled, Chapter 5, The Grand Destiny of the Faithful. And here it says, um, President Snow, let me, let me back up here a little bit. While attentively listening to his explanation, President Snow later recalled, The Spirit of the Lord rested mightily upon me. The eyes of my understanding were opened, and I saw as clear as the sun at noonday, with wonder and astonishment, the pathway of God and man. I formed the following couplet, which expresses the revelation as it was shown to me. As man now is, God once was. As God it now is, man may become. Feeling that he had received a sacred communication that he should guard carefully, Lorenzo Snow did not teach the doctrine publicly until he knew that the President Joseph Smith had taught it. Once he knew the doctrine was public knowledge, he testified it frequently. So here you have the fifth president of the Mormon church, Lorenzo Snow, making a declaration, receiving a revelation, he says, from God. This says, as man now is, God once was. As God now is, man may be. So what that is saying, if it's not clear enough already, as man is, a human body, God once was. God was once a man just like men are now. And as God is now an exalted God of the universe, the father of this universe, man may be saying that men may become gods. And again, he did not teach this until it was confirmed that this was also taught by Joseph Smith, the founding prophet of the Mormon church, and then he declared it. Um, another quote, Joseph Smith said, um, we have imagined and supposed that God was God from all eternity. I will refute that idea and take away the veil so that you may see. And so there again is Joseph Smith saying, hey, look, we once thought that God was God from all eternity past, but I'm going to refute that idea. I'm going to show you that that is not true. So, that is a quick understanding. One aspect of the doctrine of God that the Mormons hold is that God was once a man and is now exalted God. Now, <clears throat> what is the problem with that? Well, here, if you're on video, you can see I have the Mormon scriptures, the Book of Mormon, Doctrines and Covenants, and Pearl of Great Price. I want to open up to Moroni, which is in the Book of Mormon, the Book of Moroni 8 18. Moroni 8.18. That is an important verse for you to remember. Moroni 8.18. And here's what Moroni 8.18 says. For I know that God is not a partial God, neither a changeable being, but he is unchangeable from all eternity to all eternity. Now, I brought this up with a few Mormons that were my house this last week, and I said, how do you reconcile this? Here it is saying that God is changeless, or he is neither a changeable being, in his very being, in his very essence, he is not changeable, and he is unchangeable from all eternity 
to all eternity. Now, there are two footnotes in that verse leading you to other verses in the Book of Mormon. The first one is Alma 7.20. This one is talking about, I won't read the whole thing, but it says, Neither hath he a shadow of turning from the right to the left, or from that which is right to that which is wrong. Therefore, his course is one eternal round. That God is not changing from the right to the left. Not, he's not going from moral to immoral, but his course, he's been on this course from all eternity. The second verse you may recognize. It says to go to Mormon 9.9. Here's what that one says, and you may recognize this one. For do we not read that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? And in him there is no variableness, neither shadow of changing. Now, saying that, you know, God is not the same, or is the same yesterday, today, and forever, they footnote that and says that comes from Hebrews 13. Eight, which talks about Jesus being the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, this is something that's important. It's easy to bring up. You have this doctrine that says, look, God was once a man. Then he became exalted to being God. Now you have three different verses inside their own scriptures within the Book of Mormon that says God is changeless. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. He is not, neither changing in his being. He is unchangeable from all eternity past to all eternity present. And so I, you just simply have to ask them and say, look, I have this one question. Do you believe that God was once a man? And they will normally respond, yes. You know, we, we, and if you want to bring up Lorenzo Snow, their fifth president, and talk about that. And then say, okay, now here in Moroni 8.18, the last book in the Book of Mormon, it says that God is unchangeable. Now, if God was born as a spirit child, received an earthly body, lived as a man, grew, learned sinned, became exalted to the point of being the Father God and created this universe, sounds like he went underwent a lot of change. Now to this, uh, they responded to me quickly and they said, well, that's saying that he is changeless since becoming God. And I stopped and I said, well, hold on. That is a qualifier that changes a lot of things. It doesn't say he's changeless since he became God. It says he's changeless from all eternity. They said, well, he's only changeless in some of his aspects. And I said, well, it says that he is unchangeable in his being, his very essence. And at that, they responded, this is a very good question. We're going to have to look it up. And they left. And they wanted to schedule another meeting. And so we'll be meeting again in the future. And, and so that is something that it's easy to sit down, listen to what they have, ask a simple question. And when they walk away, you'll be putting that stone in their shoe and giving them something to think about, something that they now have to go back and try and understand. Now, it was interesting, and I'll finish with this. And if you have any questions, make sure you comment on the Facebook Live page. Um, but they, they said this. They said, well, you know, we believe, you know, because with Joseph Smith and Lorenzo Snow saying that God was once a man, we believe that our prophets, even though they do speak of God, that they are humans and they can make mistakes. So I asked them, I said, well, do you believe that Joseph Smith made a mistake here? in his doctrine of God. And they said, no, we don't. Uh, we believe that he is accurate. And I said, okay, so if you do believe that he was once a man, that he underwent all these changes, how do you reconcile it with Moroni 8.18? And they said, we'll have to think about that and come back with and talk to you. And so I think that's one simple way that you can ask some questions and help, these, and help Mormons see and try and better understand who God is and that he is a changeless 
eternal, all-knowing, all-powerful being from all eternity past. And that is the greatest God that we worship. And saying that he is a created being, that he changes, that he sinned, is diminishing the person of God. And we worship God because he is the perfect being. Now, they'll also say that God is all-knowing, that he is perfect. Again, saying that he's perfect from all eternity past, which their doctrine cannot support. Again, if you have any last questions, now is the time to post them. If not, I hope you enjoyed this. I'd love to hear your comments on what you think about the Facebook Live. Is that something that I should keep doing? Like the Facebook page. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I want to let you know the new schedule. Mondays, we're going to be posting a blog. On Wednesdays will be the live recording of the podcast at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then the podcast will be posted every Friday. So it's a new schedule with new opportunities. Tune in on Wednesday at 5 to be able to interact, ask questions, and respond to the content of the podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your day. This has been Ryan Polly with Coffee House Questions. Guide my way.